Hello? Who is this? Hello, welcome to Stay on the Line, a horror movie review podcast hosted and created by me, Tara Card, and hosted by me. I think I already said hosted. I don't know. I just review movies once a week with one of my guests, and I I just pick whoever is like interested, really. So <laughs> this week I have a guest, a guest. I have a guest all the way from Mississippi. It's Miss. I almost said your your name on here, Miss Serafina. Bam, 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 bam. Make some noise. Hello, hello. Get the um rockets in the background. You know, it's a girl. Let me sit this ass <laughs> on you. Because she said rocket. <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you know um, what song I'm singing? Yes. I, have you heard the clean version before? <laughs> no. It's let me sit version. this back on you. <laughs> <laughs> got that wagon not the back <laughs> yeah she just goes back <laughs> all right Serafina tell the audience um some things about you who are you where are you how are you when are you my name is Miss Serafina I am from um California actually no I'm just from Mississippi unfortunately um you'll see me sometimes around here doing drag I just started doing drag about two years ago, I would say, I think two years ago, yeah. Has it been, oh my God, has it really been two years? It's been two years, yeah. Has it been two years since I last saw you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Cause I saw a picture oh. come up with my uh, memories and I was yeah, like- Yeah, I fuck? saw that too. Oh my God, it's been two years. That feels like it's not, it feels like it's been like, it feels like it's only been like nine months. I try to blur that memory out because I sometimes forget that I had that crusty wig on and- um, Girl, you were giving drumsticks for days with those thighs. Dead ass. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Baby I, got I, back and front and side okay. with those, what those hip pads. I really tried to make my own pads for myself and it looked like I just had two giant chicken legs, <laughs> chicken cutlets, chicken cutlets on my thighs, you know? And you were it, the clown. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And that outfit, that little, I had on like this little, <laughs> it was like this uh, sexy, like it's the clown outfit, this little Amazon thing. And it looked a mess too, now that I think about it. And I was like, Honestly, oh, I didn't know that was your first time. Knowing that's your first time, you didn't look bad. I thought I looked terrible. Now. Well, did you do your makeup? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you didn't well, look I don't bad. Remember, I got there like, cause I was, I just got off from a shift, I think not, it was like an hour or so ago. And so I drove there and as soon as I got there, it was like about 15 minutes until we were gonna go on. And so oh like, my God, really? Yes. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that. <laughs> I was just so manic being there. I was like, why does everyone keep coming into, not to the shade, not the shade. I was like, why does everyone keep coming in the dressing room? My butthole is out. Someone locked this door. That door was locking <laughs> up. That door kept opening. I was like, oh, not my butthole. What is this um, place? I forgot what this place is called. This bar, this establishment. Oh, that one that we performed at? What was that? I don't remember because I have not performed there since then. Well, it was a, an establishment where the dressing room was like right in front of the entrance. Mm-hmm. So like mm-hmm. if someone kept someone kept leaving the door open so everyone can just see you in the dressing room like there was no curtain and my whole ass is out and i'm like who y'all close the door 
There was no like, curtain or nothing. And then the dressing room was so small too. So we're all just next to each other. Like it wasn't that small. I've had I've had smaller, I've had closets. Damn. That one was bigger. That one was at least bigger than that. I've literally had a closet to get ready. One time I didn't even have a dressing room. They just said, um, you can open up the back and you can park your car out there and you can like hang some outfits in here. It was literally like the size of my desk. And they were like, you can change outside. They had me changing outside in 40 degree weather. They say, here goes some hangers, girl. Yeah, yeah literally, literally. <laughs> they were like, you can get free food. Bitch, I got the flu that night. It was it was New Year's Eve from 2019 to 2020, that New Year's Eve. I got the flu. Mm. And yeah, all of 2020 sucked because I was sick all of January because I had the flu. So I've never- I had the flu at the time too, and it sucked. It was awful. And you know what? We probably had COVID at that time. See, that's what I was just thinking about because everyone that I talk, talk to, they're always like, oh yeah, I had the same thing happen around the exact same time. And I'm like, what is going on? See, the thing that was- very very oddly convenient i had saw evie the 28th and someone else that i knew of saw evie like in a different town then they're like after i smoked with evie i got the flu and i was like funny how right after i saw evie again i got sick evie i know you follow me but you ain't listening to this shit so what's the tea (laughs) evie said child let me turn my head to the right (laughs) everybody look to the left (laughs) look to the right Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> all the memes, all the memes. Are you performing like anywhere right now? I will be performing at Sips on February 19th, but after that, I have no other plans. It be like that. It do. <laughs> um, no shade to any of like baby queens in here, like in this town, but all of them have been like going out to do gigs, which, like, yeah, you want to do that when you're a baby queen, but like, y'all, it's a Panasonic going on right now. Like, my next show is the 19th, the 20th, and the 21st. And then my next one's the 7th of March. I'm scared. Like I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> my friend called me the other day and they're like, girl, let's go out. I'm like, ciao. In this economy, bitch. Let me scratch my hairline. Maybe. <laughs> my hairline thinks for a moment. Maybe after the panty. Oh my God. Did you see that video where that girl... Instead of using got to be glue, she used gorilla glue on her hair. She was like, um, don't use gorilla glue. <laughs> and she was moving her hair and it was not moving. She should have, I think she should have tried using coconut oil, but it was in there for a month. Like there's probably so much grown hair that's underneath there or like ingrown hair. I just don't get it. Like, how did she use what did, did she use to secure her wig or something? It was just to, I guess she was doing, I don't know. She, cause she just wanted to do like a final, cause I know that she had like later hair flat. Mm-hmm. And I know people use got to be for that to just have it stay, but then. Oh, she's probably like wearing her edges. And, ooh, yeah. I think she went to the ER. Cause I'm like, girl, what else are you supposed to do? Not the ER. Child. I she said, <laughs> she said stiff wear. Well, Gorilla Glue doesn't say use this on your fucking hair, bitch. <laughs> Gorilla Glue says, use this for your wooden projects. I don't, I'll pull up in that damn courtroom in my wheelchair with my cast on my arm with the little suit on, like. <laughs> the hair, the ponytail on one hand with the, your scalp like... in it still. <laughs> Speaking of horrific things, we're here to talk about a movie, The Taking of Deborah Logan, directed by Adam, y'all, you know I can't pronounce no names on here. Not Adam Levine. Ro- no, Adam, <laughs> Adam, <laughs> Rob, Rob, Robto, Robto or Rob, uh, 
I tried. He directed uh, Escape Room, <laughs> which was a decent oh. movie. I think it did good in the box office. And then I really he liked also, that movie. yeah, I heard it was good. I think there's going to be another one too. And he also directed the Insidious movie, The Last Key. Never saw it. So they could have kept that one. Oh, okay. So not a good, okay. <laughs> well, he did good for this movie. Um, He, w- he, he co wrote it with Gavin Hefferman. Hefferman. It stars Jill Larson as Deborah, which great, great acting by Jill. Wait, um, Jill plays Deborah? Jill Larson plays Deborah. You could have told me that this was not Nicole Kidman. I, why'd she like Nicole Kidman on a slate? She's white and balding. I don't know. I'm not about to play with you. And her wig was a short. <laughs> her wig was sitting way back. It's like the last performance I did, my wig was sitting right here. I was like, Lord, because I had sweat <laughs> off. I had sweat off my because it was my second number and my tape had slid off, like I sweated off and I was trying to tape it back in time. Like I had like um, 30 seconds. So I'm trying to fucking put this wig back on and I could just feel a gust of wind right here. I'm like, something ain't right, y'all. <laughs> something ain't right. So my wig had slipped back. Just like- <laughs> My um, wig literally snatched itself. Yeah, literally Deborah's hairline is like that in this movie. And then we also have Anne <laughs> Ramsey playing Sarah and we have Michelle Ong or uh, Aang playing Mia, Brett Gentle as Gavin, and then Jeremy DeCarlos as Luis. So it's kind of like, oh my God, this is a trend because last week we reviewed The Blair Witch and this is another found footage. They're filming it like a documentary. So there's like cuts. So it actually seems like you're watching a real documentary. Like at one time they use like infographics to explain yes. Alzheimer's. It's Mia, Gavin, and Louise are doing a documentary on this woman, Deborah, who has Alzheimer's. Her daughter, Sarah, who is part of the family. She said, I be lesbian. We, we got a limp wrist going on. Yeah, she's she's wearing button-up <laughs> shirts as soon as you see her. So you're like, I think uh, she's lesbianese. So Come on, let's say a non-spoiler summary. Yeah, they're, they're doing a documentary on Deborah who has Alzheimer's, but it's kind of like, does she have Alzheimer's or is something supernatural happening? Because mm-hmm. people with Alzheimer's like typically don't exhibit something she exhibits in this movie. So it gets a little crazy. I would say that's crazy. a good uh, a good non-spoiler summary. You gave a really good, yeah. I'm not about to play with you. This is wine. Okay, because it may, because I have Kool-Aid and I was like, wait, do I want to go get Kool-Aid right now? I don't drink okay, wine, Kool-Aid so. Kool-Aid is good. Why don't you drink wine? I don't drink alcohol. Um, wait, how old are you? I'm 22. You're 22, bitch. I thought you were like 19. I can't help it. I like I'm a baby. You just got good genes. G-E-N-E, you do? Everywhere. I feel like they don't card me anymore. I'm starting to age like white people, just like yogurt. Even in the day of casinos, I'm like, can't even go on the casino floor. Okay, so Serafina is wearing a, like a mustard yellow sweatshirt. You know what you look like? You look like you're mm-hmm. in like Star Trek right now. <laughs> Hold on, wait. Not you typing on the... <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to get right into the movie. Any movie that starts off with like, this was real footage of stuff. I'm already like, shit, is it? Is it real footage? Yeah, I was like, is this real? (laughs) There's like another movie. Like, I think it's like uh, The Fifth Kind or something. It has Mila Jolovich in it. (gasps) Yes. I thought that was a real, yeah, it freaked me out. Cause I was like, is this real? (laughs) Cause they did like a reenactment of like old footage. So it looked like, I don't know. Was it not based on a true story or something? I don't think it was real. 
I believe it wasn't real because I watched it with some friends and I was like, damn, they was flying. Like that bitch was floating in her bed. Not them bamboozling us. Hold on. Yeah. They, you know what? They just keep lying to us. They're praying for our downfall, really. <laughs> Literally. They open up with that warning, quote unquote. It's October 2013. They're in Virginia. And Mia is a journalist. Yeah, Mia's <laughs> kind of like, <laughs> she's very shady. Oh, I said OMG, they gay. <laughs> Oh my God, they're gay. Because we see Sarah, like, because they pull up to the house and Sarah, I was like, that's, Sarah is gay. She's wearing a button-up shirt. The first thing I said, I um, said Sarah dressed like horse girl. Yeah. <laughs> and she has uh, a couple lady friends too. So, mm -hmm, so okay. wait, why did I say Deborah is a lesbian? <laughs> I meant to... Okay. Deborah is not a no, Deborah's homophobic. Oh, she is. Deborah's homophobic. Is. I forgot about that. Yeah, that was that was something that they had to throw into this movie. Okay. So Sarah's okay with Mia and all of them documenting them because they are they're promising them some money. Like they're gonna get exactly, some money because yeah. they're about to lose their house. I wonder how much it's gonna be. Like okay, that house had three addicts. <laughs> Like I think y'all can, yeah. I think y'all can sell the house. Like maybe they think they're poor, but they're making like six grand still. That's what I'm saying. Because didn't she, um, Deborah? She made what was those things? Um, she didn't make switchboards, but she like she did. Something she like she basically like pioneered switchboards in mm -hmm. that city of Virginia. So they so, had like money. Yeah. Not not Miss Thing being like, we're broke. I'm like, um, are y'all broke? Like you're probably like Jeffree Star broke where like you got all your shit pulled off from stores, but you still a millionaire. They gotta sell one Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, I can't do it. They're the Trumps now. They're leaving the fucking White House. They're like, oh my God, we're poor. We have to go back to our six bedroom. Like, how are we gonna Sarah? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Debbie and Sarah, <laughs> lesbians for Trump. Oh my gosh, what the fuck? The one part I will never forget is when they pulled up and Mia immediately <laughs> lied about her grandfather. Oh like, my <laughs> God. Deborah's like talking about like, oh, I don't know if I want to do this. And Mia goes, I, I understand my grandfather had this. So Deborah and Sarah, they go inside to discuss like, hey, we need to do this movie. And the cameraman <laughs> goes, Mia, isn't your grandpa like on vacation? She's like, shut up. They don't like, they don't need to know that shit. I was like, uh-uh, you gotta watch out for her. <laughs> I don't trust her. They're showing around some stuff in their house, like little figurines. Gavin, the guy with the glasses is already like touching shit. He's really annoying. I also do not like him, but he also made the smartest decision ever in a horror movie and he, he just did. left. He did. He did. That's the thing I was thinking about. I was like, Gavin, he was just kind of saying slick shit the whole time. And I was like, okay. I was hoping he would die, though. Just leave. <laughs> yeah, really, though. Like, do you enjoy your job? Just take him out. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, I hope Deborah snaps his neck or something. No one, I don't think, does anyone really die in this movie? Like, one person dies. I was going to say, yeah. If this is who I think it is, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Like, we are not going to get there. Kind of like, you know, um, Conjuring? No one dies in the Conjuring movie. They don't. Like, I think the yeah. dog dies. Is there a dog in that die. movie? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, the dog so. did die. In The Conjuring, yeah. Speciesist. Was that his name? <laughs> no. <laughs> when you're racist towards other species, that's speciesist. That's what, like, PETA oh. says. I'm not about to play with you. Not <laughs> they don't have any TV in this house, which is a boring-ass house. This big old house, y'all ain't got no, you got nothing. You ain't got a flat screen, no laptops. They said, baby, no, we're living in 1924. Did you see what he was, um, they made, what's his name, lay on a cot. It looked like a cot, but it was just a mattress on the floor. 
They're like, let's show you the rooms. Oh, girls stay in girl rooms and boys stay in the boy rooms. It's like, okay, you with your lesbian daughter, like <laughs> literally, boys stay in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So one time I stayed in a castle once. They were like, this was in Spain when I was visiting my family, and they renovated like a castle, like partially to be a hotel. And they're like, oh, we have a dungeon, um, but we don't go down there because it smells really bad. And I was like, yeah, there's probably dead bodies down there, bitch. Get me out of here. <laughs> I just wrote down Sarah is very gay and highlighted it. Deborah said was... Mia got a big ass head. Oh, no, she got a big ass bed. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Mia got a whole ass bed where the <laughs> other guys just like slept in like a guest room that wasn't really a guest room. Sarah's bedroom, because it was like Sarah's childhood room is where Mia's staying in. And it's like baseball stuff, like cars. It's like, oh, my God, you literally could have just stamped, like branded the literally. word lesbian <laughs> to her fucking forehead. She's um, like, come into my room. Look at my baseball cards. look at all the vagina I licked (laughs) like it was like something that obvious at this point they're sitting down Deborah and they're talking about like what did you do and Deborah's like well I used to be she was a transfer like she would take Mm -hmm. calls and transfer you to another phone that's when they're talking about like oh we didn't notice the Alzheimer's until the kitchen almost burned down I think Mia just says I'm hungry. And I said, same. As the movie progresses, I hated Mia more. (laughs) She was very much like, have you seen The Blair Witch? Yes. She was very much like Heather. Like, we got to keep rolling. No matter what we do, we got to keep on rolling. She said, let's keep, we got to keep it going, okay? (laughs) She's like, I have a degree, okay? (laughs) At one point, the guys, they want to quit, but they're like, I want to fucking raise this if I'm staying here. And she's like, I guess, child. (laughs) Yeah, she was like, I think Louis, uh, Luis goes, if he's getting a raise, bitch, I'm getting a raise. You're going to give him a raise? Do you see the part where Deb was like, <laughs> she was talking about Sarah's military green, like, coat that she was wearing? She was like, oh, you should be more, dressed more like Mia or something like that. And Sarah was like, some passive yeah it was like passive aggressive shit throughout the whole movie it was like you should be wearing blouses and sarah's like well i don't like those wow i wonder is she gay she said is it the wrangler jeans (laughs) yeah oh my god another thing sarah loves to hug and i noticed like they hug in the beginning in this movie like a lot and i'm like oh my god y'all remember those y'all remember hugging people (laughs) this is where we get our first weird thing do you remember what the first weird thing is that deborah does was it when she was like in the garden and then that like snake popped up? That too. Like she was in the garden and then she was holding a snake. And then Mia's like, hey, what are you doing back out here? And then he pans the camera and just Deborah magically teleported right in front of the camera. Like, hey, <laughs> hey. She was like, how hey, y'all hey. doing? I said that like, I've made that joke like three times on the podcast. I love that video. Yay. So Deborah's <laughs> next like major freak out is she's like yelling at Gavin. And he just starts standing on the kitchen, like, tiles, because I think she has a knife. She's looking for her, her, what are they called? Spade. Like in Minecraft, y'all got spades. So she's looking for the spade and she's freaking out. And eventually she storms off into the other room. And then I wasn't expecting this. they found it like in a freezer or something? Yeah, they found it in the freezer. So they're like, mom, we got your, we have your spade back. And she turns around and just like rips a chunk out of her neck. Oh my gosh, she tore out a chunk of her neck. That's what you wrote that window, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I thought she was going to too. I thought she was just gonna bust out the window. I mean, she eventually kind of does later in the movie, but I was not expecting like it to get so batshit crazy right off the end. I thought she was gonna be like, oh, okay. But she just turned around and went and just tore it out. Tore. She tore it out like 30 minutes in a movie. 
She said, maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, 20 or 25 minutes or 30 minutes. And she's already self-harmed. And then this is when they tell Sarah, because they take her to the doctors. They tell Sarah, like, oh, the disease is getting worse. And Sarah was like, I thought it was supposed to be two to three years. What are you talking about? They say, baby, she's progressing. <laughs> but she's not progressive. She's still homophobic. Exactly, exactly. I had a point. Yeah, Debbie gets in the car. She's like, I'm sorry I attacked you. And she's like, can I ride shotgun? <laughs> Like next to the guy that she just attacked. Uh, no, bitch, get in the trunk. When do you think she got possessed? Hmm. Do you think it was that snake or? I think it was, yes, like not necessarily the snake, but a little after that. Because I see I have wrote down when she was like in her room by herself and she was looking in a mirror and she was whispering to herself. She's like, I didn't know. Stop. No. Yeah, she, she was the Gavin. I think he had the camera. Yeah, because um, this was like right after that, when she finally gets home from the hospital, she's like looking in the mirror, like talking to herself. She keeps saying like, I bleed, I bleed, stop, stop, stop. Okay, we haven't mentioned him. Harris is their neighbor. Do we think that Harris had anything to do with this too? Like with her getting possessed? I don't, mm, I don't think he has anything to do with it like directly, but I think because he was a part of the situation, I don't want to like spoil it. Like part of that, I think that the demon was like, child, let me get rid of him. Does he even die? I don't think he does die. Mm -hmm, child. No, he just gets like, he, cause he talks to Sarah like oh, after yeah. he's injured. So he doesn't die. Damn, they- I thought he died they, they only killed one person in this movie and it was a gay person. But you know what? It was a cop, so. <laughs> oh, they did. They killed the hell out of her. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> After the, the mirrors part, at this point, they have cameras set up throughout the whole house since they've been there. Sarah is drinking outside with all the crew, and she's talking mm. about her girlfriend, Shelby, and how Debbie caught Sarah being gay at 10, and her mom sent her to a boarding school. And that's when I wrote down, mom is homophobic! Exclamation point. Crazy that she got sent to a boarding school. Have you ever been to, like, a private school like but that? No, child. I don't think I could do it. I mean, my impression with, like, private schools is everyone's rich and snobby. Sorry if you listen and you're from everyone's always crazy who went to private school that is true i don't i don't know i've never met anyone from a private private school i have a few friends that went to private school and they're like it's a religious one the catholic one she'd be crazy i was like okay you know not to spill the tea on some people here but a lot of people who go to pcc like pensacola christian college a lot of the dudes are gay and they're not allowed to be at that school they'll get kicked out are you serious Mm -hmm. They're allowed to do that. Oh my gosh. They That's say, the uh, real horror. They say, if we see that, that wrist limp, you're getting kicked out, child. You're getting, <laughs> uh, what is it, electroshock therapy and we're kicking you out. They're going to have to lip sync against each other. Mike Pence is going to lip sync against you. And if you lose, you got to leave. <laughs> oh no. I guess he's going to lip sync against Aspen. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> they go back into the house. The radio's going off downstairs. They see the mom being weird. She's got a hammer in hand yes. and she just starts nailing the window shut. I love how Sarah was being so calm with it. She's like, no arts and crafts at midnight. I don't know, like, bitch, if you don't tell this woman to go to fuck the bed. Is this what y'all do at your house? <laughs> like, I know some people put their feet up on their couch at their home, but y'all like nail the window shut. <laughs> if two plus two is four and five plus five is 10, then what the hell I gotta is get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get out of here. I think Debbie disappeared after um she nailed the window shut. They all go to bed and then around like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., Sarah wakes them all up like, I don't know where mom is. And they're looking around, they look at the window, nailed shut window has been removed up. And there was blood and, on it. Yeah, there was blood. Her, she just fucking went in with her hands and didn't give a shit. And then she's, oh. she, do you remember what she does? Was she digging or no? 
Yeah, she was with the the spade. She was like digging in in the garden at at 3 a.m. I think I wrote, how did they know where she was? Because they just, I feel like she does this often. So Sarah just knew instantly where she was. They live in like the middle of the woods. So I don't think she could have gotten far. And also she was like cackling, like, like just follow (laughs) the noises in this quiet ass like area. Next I put, this bitch needs to be with a medical pro. (laughs) She needs a shot collar in the house. Keep her in the house, damn. Mia washes her hands because Mm. they're all bloody. And of course, you know, possessed Deb has to say something homophobic. Like my daughter's fingers are always dirty. She doesn't clean them. She needs a pedicure. Did you see how she was looking at um, Mia before she said that? She was like- Yeah, I said, Deb looks, you can't see it. I, I put Deb looks scary. Deb looking like, oh, why is you here? <laughs> she looks so like scary. She looked like she was about to fight. Bitch, being a retail worker in the South, you see white people that look like that. Oh, trust me, I know, unfortunately. Like uh, a lot of veins on their face and they're just like, what do you mean I can't do this? I'm like, yeah, you you gotta wear a mask. (laughs) My favorite line of retail is is, child, let me get my management. (laughs) Something paranormal happened. So they're looking at the tapes from the previous night. And so Deb is like in the kitchen and then she just teleports on top of the counter. I don't know why they, cause I don't think she does that any other time in the movie. Cause if she can just teleport, why did she steal a car later in the movie? to go to the mines. That's actually a pretty good question. <laughs> she said, you know what? I don't feel like teleporting right now. Let's 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 be a little bad. Let's steal a car. I hate how Mia was like, um, it was just um, the timestamps, girl. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, the um, Louise and Gavin are like, what are you talking about? Like, it's not edited. And then Sarah comes in and she's like, what do you mean? And Mia's like, no, it's nothing. It's fine. Do you have Jason Harris? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Harris. He's like, he's like shit talking the crew. He's like, mm-hmm. you don't need them here. It was really weird. He was like, we got to cut the cameras. He said, dead ass. <laughs> like, when did it happen? What? Yeah, like what, what started happening and why was it? It must have not been this crazy because if I was her, I would have been like, mom, we got to call somebody, child, because this is a little too much for me, child. Do you think she had Alzheimer's and then she got possessed? I think so, yes, because I think she was already susceptible to it probably. And then um, the doctor or somebody said it, it like is attracted to weak minds. So I think because of her Alzheimer's. She's a dumb bitch. Me, no, I'm just kidding. Oh, I can't stand you. Alzheimer's like, hey. is scary. Mm-hmm. Oof. I don't even want to talk too much about Alzheimer's, but it's super scary. Because there's no cure. They even say that there's no cure for Alzheimer's. I mean, there was, I mean, did she have Alzheimer's? Yeah, she did. She was still possessed though. So, yeah. you know, at the, at the end of the movie, Sarah was just like, oh, thank God, you're not possessed anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you you still got this really shitty illness though. She said, "Girl, let's go home." <laughs> <laughs> All right, bitch, pack it up, Deadpool, with your fucking <laughs> ripped skin ass, Literally. burnt skin. She's like limping back home. All right, so real quick, Serafina, we are gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk more about how Debbie is just a baddie. All right, now, Serafina, would you like to welcome us back into the podcast? Hello, everyone. Serafina. Ah, and what are we watching? I mean, reviewing. <laughs> and we are reviewing The Taken of Miss Deborah Jones. I don't know if that's her last name, but she gives me a Deborah Jones. It's Logan. 
<laughs> the oh. movie title is literally the taking of Deborah Logan. I'm half dyslexic, so leave me alone. Not you just saying <laughs> dyslexic and then there's a whole ass different name. <laughs> Maybe if you said Legion, but you said Jones. Same thing. So they start doing like date stamps. I only see this a few times. Day 24, Sarah's yelling at Deb because they showed Deb the footage of her like being crazy. Deb is like, what? I wouldn't do that. And then attacks Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> they had the whole like Barbara like Walters I think is what it's like set up with the cameras and everything and the light I was like okay they got money and then like right after that they take her back to the hospital and Deborah gets a shot in her spine oh yes a spinal tap oh my gosh oh is that what it's called yeah and it's like super painful the the spinal has been tapped and they <laughs> they remove like her like cover to see her back and her back is like got like sores all over it like it's and, like, like scales and stuff yeah it looked like pizza yeah pizza papa john's i would say cc's pizza by how gross it looked I'm not but you know what papa john's he's racist so she probably does eat that shit that is a racist papa yeah <laughs> oh my god Oh yes, my God. Yes. Did you, okay. Do you want to say it? Did you look into your notes? Yes. Is this when she was like, okay, when she was like with the doctor and she yes. with the blocks? <laughs> and she's like, okay, make a tea. And Deborah's like, um, no. And then she just immediately starts ripping a piece of ripping. Her arm off. Yeah. She rips. I like how we just literally, I wrote down the same thing. Like Deb scrapes her arm skin off. Oh my God. Like she literally she had peeling her arm off during playtime. <laughs> yeah, she was like literally like uh, form a tea, and she was like, no, <laughs> like before she did it, she just goes like. The doctor was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the doctor's looking the camera A and B, and she's like, what the fuck is going on? The doctors don't know what's up, so they're like, we're gonna have to call in specialists. I'm like, what are y'all doing? The Aren't y'all the specialists? What the fuck, child? <laughs> Put her in a home or something. Put her in a cage. This bitch is crazy. She just ripped her skin off. They go oh to the gosh. house. Uh, the film crew goes to the house. Oh, uh, yes. Mia, Gavin, and Louise. And the door is just open. And Harris's lights are, um, like, the car is still kind of, like, it's got its hazard on. They go in and they see that they have the mom on the floor. And they're taking things out of her mouth. Because she was swallowing, like, the little figurines around the house. Oh, my God. See, I didn't even know what she was swallowing at first until they were wrapping them up. And they were yeah. Like, so you don't swallow them anymore. <laughs> yeah, she was like, why are we doing this? And Sarah's like, LOL XD. It's because you keep swallowing them, rar. Oh my gosh. I don't remember what happened next, but I typed, not a snake. Yeah, I think they do see a snake like in the kitchen, like in a bucket or something. Deb starts to have like a fucking panic attack in the home. Gavin puts a cross on the window and then yes. he looks over. And Deb is just there. My thing is why there were so many signs for him to just not do this. Like he saw the pictures with the like figure kept getting closer and closer. And he was like, anyways, I'm put this cross on the, on a window, child. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we didn't say it, but Deb likes to paint. So she has these drawings where there's like a figure outside the window and it's getting closer and closer. And Gavin's like, well, gonna ignore that red flag for now and just hang this cross there. Then Gavin shows Mia the footage and Mia's like, okay, what? What do you want me to do about that? He said, double pay, double his pay, ho. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> immediately <laughs> right after that, I put Gavin and Louise asked for a raise. Reasonable, that's reasonable. Oh my gosh, you know the funniest thing is like, meanwhile, all this happening, I got, <laughs> I got Debbie slipping out of her gown. <laughs> Yeah, I said next next night, De uh, Debbie walks around naked. This is when she goes to the switchboard in like, what, attic number two? And the uh, switchboard is still active. Yeah, she's... <laughs> she's like, 
she over there being um, um Calvin Harris over there. <laughs> she's like, yeah. Yeah, she's, she's making so all that loud. like that ringing noise. So it wakes everyone up. One point they're like, oh, no one ever goes into this room. Louise, you better go in first. I'm like, not them volunteering the only black person in this movie yes. to go first. I was like, um, Mia, this, this is your PhD, bitch. You go first. Like, I'm confused. <laughs> Louise was like, Sarah, bitch, this is your house. You go first. Literally. So Louise goes up first into this attic and they find Debbie in the attic, butt ass naked, just at the switchboard, you know, putting the aux cord looking shit like in. And then she starts speaking French, but like in a demonic voice. And then like it surges and she's like, oh, like Did you mixed- see that face that pop up. Was it on her? It was like, I don't think it was on her, but like a face popped up like when it exploded into the camera. And it was like a face was like, ooh. Oh, <laughs> it was like Ghostbusters. It was like that little yeah. fat green thing. I didn't see that. I was honestly probably too busy writing shit down because I think on the way up to the stairs, Louise looks on the floor and there's just a piece of skin. Yes, I got flap of skin right here. Yeah, <laughs> I put skin on floor. And I got here, Deb is on the track, but as naked, she howling as shit. <laughs> <laughs> she says ugly thing in her demon voice. And then it like searches. They, they come to find out that on the switchboard, she kept putting in 337, like trying to connect to 337. They're going through all these files to find out what 337 is. This is a smart thing that Louise does. So the page is torn for the connector of 337. So Louise is like, give me a blank piece of paper and some charcoal. So he puts the, I learned this in art. Like you put down a piece of paper and Mm -hmm. just because of the indentation on the, you know, in the booklet, he's able to scribe who who was the owner of the 337 Mm -hmm. line. And it's this guy, do you know how to say his name? I forgot his name. I called him D child. Because <laughs> yeah, it was like DJ. Um, it's it looks like it's spelled Henry, but uh, I know that's not how you say it. It's like the the Chardin, like uh, Henry Henry de Chardin on Henri. I don't bitch. I I that we we should. I don't know how to speak French. Um, it's it. But apparently, he is a like famous local killer in that town who killed four girls and then just disappeared. And all the girls had venom tracked in their blood. Not good. Not the venom. So something, something's weird going on. The doctor, they go to an, um, I think it's an anthropologist or somebody like that. And they're like, oh, well, she is possibly just thinking that she's this guy now because of her Alzheimer's. Cause the doctors don't know what the fuck's up. Well, the doctors are like, she's got split personalities. And Sarah's like, are you are you shitting me? Sarah's like, we got demons, child. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, because before they, I, I remember this, before they go to the hospital again, they're interviewing Deb and they're like, who is um, DJ Murder? That's what I'm going to call him. Cause I don't <laughs> know how to say it. Cause it it's like they Desjardin, Desjardin, DiGiorno. Oh, yes. Who is this? Deb goes, he's not missing. He's dead. Yeah, she's like, they're he's like, dead. They're like, how do you he's know like, that? And she says, murdered. Murdered. And then she goes like, goes to the bathroom and starts throwing up dirt and worms. Yes. And then, was this when Harris popped up? I think he pops up in the hospital right after. But not Harris trying to start a shit, child. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, because he says, um, he says something like, if you don't make them leave, I'll make them leave. <laughs> Not you just filming three people. Or you're threatening three people and you're on camera. Did they push their dresser in front of the door because of that? 
when they were sleeping. Did you see that part? Yeah. Why did they? I think they did. They push that in front of the door just because of Deborah. I mean, I would. This I bitch is Deborah. This bitch is clawing at dirt, swallowing dirt, throwing up worms. And that's when, uh, just to go back, the doctor is like, I think it's split personality. And Sarah's like, are you shitting me? You think this <laughs> is split personality? She's like, she literally threw up worms <laughs> dirt. Harris goes to the hospital and they're like, you can't be in here. And this is when they, I think they think that Harris killed the guy uh, because he was like apparently near the crime scene when it happened. So they get back to the house and then they hear gunshots outside the house and Harris is like shooting up the place. He said, you miss it when it ever chick pop pop. He is coming through there with the guns a blazing. Literally, is shooting out the windows of their cars. So they call the police. A lady officer comes, escorts Harris out. And apparently this is a very familiar lady officer to Sarah. Cause she's like, well, if you need anything, Sarah, like I'm always here. Insert wink. I love how Harris was just like standing on the pole when they pulled up. They're like, hey, you've been drinking a little bit? He's like, a little bit. <laughs> I've had a few beers. I've had a few lots here and there. And then they, I don't think they press charges, right? They're like, okay, sorry. Literally, I'm like, child. Oh, it's because Mia said she was going to pay for the windows. That's why. Yeah. And then this is when Gavin leaves. He's like, fuck y'all. I'm not staying around this shit. And then leaves. You don't see Gavin for the rest of the movie. Gavin said, I'm out. And it's crazy. He really, he really sleeping home peacefully while everything else is happening. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, they don't have to see, he doesn't see the rest of this movie. He's only seen like the first shitty part of this mm-hmm. movie. I think this is when we're like halfway through. So they go back to the hospital. Deb is gone. Deb t- takes this little girl into the abandoned part of the hospital. They eventually find them and then they get them back. They were just being weird. I think it was a little pointless how drawn out it was. It was. They were just kind of standing in the corner looking at the wall. And then they just like, okay, let's bring them back. Because the family's like looking for the little girl, but they they Mm. find them in the same place. Oh my gosh, this part was very weird. I think this is when Harris was visiting um, Deborah. That was weird too. And then when Sarah, I think it was Sarah, she was talking to the priest. And the priest was like, he was like, child. It's not that deep. Demons ain't real. And she was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the hell? I'm not coming from the priest. Yeah. So Sarah's like, okay, like I need to exercise my mom. Cause I think at this point they figure out like they know that DiGiorno guy has probably possessed her mom. And so she's like, well, I'm going to get a priest to exercise my mom. And so she talks to the priest and he's like, um, that's just fairy tale shit. We don't do that. She was like, you have to know somebody. And he's like, no, I don't. Just useless. He said, girl, no. (laughs) (laughs) No. He said, go home. (laughs) No, he looked her up and down and said, you're gay. You need to worry about that. (laughs) Yes. I think this is when they were talking, when they were saying that Deb was obsessed with the killer again. And then they always said her mind, when weak minds are susceptible to demons and shit. I missed that. See, um, that makes sense though. (laughs) Now we have a timestamp of day 60. So Mm -hmm. Harris goes to see her. He takes off her restraints. And then she's like, close the door. So he closes the door and then she asks him to kill her. So he gets the pillow and he goes to smother her. I didn't know she said to kill her. That's crazy. Yeah, she's like, kill me. (laughs) Because, you know, they was fucking, clearly. They didn't kill him like that. I mean, not kill him. They didn't have to injure him like that. Because Oh, yeah, because... 
there's a big old chunky TV hanging in the corner, like a big old box TV. And it's like shaking as he's like trying to smother her and it just flies off and hits him. And I, I first wrote down TV flies off. Well, I was going to write down he's dead, (laughs) but then I scratched it off and I said hits Harris because in the next scene you see Harris going, he's like in the ER and then he gives this exposition dump. He's like, Debbie actually killed DiGiorno man. Mm -hmm. She was like, girl, she was trying to come at the U. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's what happened, right? Like he was gonna kill her daughter, and then so mm-hmm. she stabbed him in the neck, and then they buried him alive mm-hmm. under the statue. Under the statue in the garden, which is like I, I expected a huge statue, bitch. It was like it was like a totem. <laughs> it was like a, a little bottle of water, sixteen ounce bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a smart water bottle. <laughs> oh no! Immediately, I remember. Sarah was like, child, we got to go get the body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, immediately. Oh, yeah, because because they talked to the anthropologist and they're like, so I dealt with this before with a lady that was becoming like she was possessed by her son. And then the moment they uh, burned the body, she was fine. So Sarah's like, we got to burn the body then. They're going back to the house now again, a fucking again. And they're digging up this body. And Mia and Louise are like, there's nothing here. Or, but then Mia says, are you just going to sit there and complain? Then shut the fuck up or something like that. Like, she was like, are you going to dig? No. I'd have been like, Mia, no. <laughs> there are Mia, <laughs> Mia, you're not paying me this much. You better up that fucking. I'm like, damn, I'm getting paid the same amount as people at Starbucks. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> they're digging up the body and then they hit something and it's the spade so they're like oh my god the body's not here he's possessing mom somehow Mm -hmm. so they're going into the house they're looking for the body they find it in attic number three they see the mold child yeah they they see like the the dirt and mold from like the body being up there so they find the body they take it down to one of their living rooms because they have so many that has a fireplace and then all these snakes come out of the bag i've had it with these motherfucking snakes in this motherfucking movie (laughs) I'm like, Debbie, you need to get your friend. <laughs> your friend get your doing mom. Too much. Your mom is doing too much and her, and the guy that's possessing her is doing way too much. So like. they go to set his, his body on fire. <laughs> And they're like struggling oh to light God. the fire too. There, there's snakes all in the room. Mia's like, I'm trying to light it. And then Sarah's like giving her shit. She's like, you don't know what you're doing. You're not lighting it right. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, I was like, not y'all fighting. <laughs> and then, so they finally light it because what they're doing, don't ever do this. So one of them's pouring gasoline into the fireplace and someone's trying to light it at the same time. Don't ever do that. Because if you light that gasoline, it's going to go back up into there and just blow everything up. Oh my God. <laughs> she she did what she needed to do. She blew up. <laughs> it doesn't work. And then they just all get blown back by Ghost Man. Okay, I don't get this part right here. When after this, I remember they ran out the house and they saw, it looked like Debbie was there. Yeah, it looked like someone was in the mirror. I didn't feel like rewinding it to see who it was. I was like, you know like what? Debbie. It looked like somebody or maybe it was the old man. I don't know. But the thing that doesn't make sense to me is like, okay, so he's like fighting back with them destroying his bones, but he's also possessing Debbie at the same time. He's kind of the king of multitasking. Queen. So I do the cooking. Yes, I do the cleaning. Yes, I do the exploding in the living room when someone's <laughs> trying to kill me. I wrote down ghost noise. Shit gets crazy. Oh my gosh, yes, because this is when Deb broke out again. I was like, damn. I wrote that down. <laughs> I said Deb broke out of hospital and she took the little kid with her. And Sarah, uh, they all go back to the hospital because they're just ping-ponging back and forth. One of the security guards, he has uh, he's being treated for a venomous bite or something in his bloodstream. 
And apparently Deb, when she was leaving, like bit a security guard in the throat. And it's yes. just like venomous, like a rattlesnake. That's just freaky. What the fuck? <laughs> not, as so freak- not as freaky as, so Deb, this is when Deb, instead of teleporting, decides to take a car up to, um, I wrote it down, a specific river, River Rogue or River Rouge. Uh, there's yeah, a mine the there. the same river. Yeah, where like all those people died. Oh yeah, because this guy, he killed like little girls. They have to be before like menstruation. That's why. They get there and the police are there too. It's Deb's lady friend and another cop. So they meet up and they see the kid and and Deb with <laughs> combined have like one track of hair in their head. <laughs> okay, we can get them a good old Amazon lace front wig and I think that'll be fine. Yeah, that, that little girl looked rough, but like, yeah, she had cancer, but like, it seemed like she had been through stuff. It looked like something else. It didn't even look like she was going through like cancer. Like the demon was literally taking over her too or something. Yeah, well, ooh. foreshadowing. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> now we being a sidekick, child. I'm like, why are they shooting Deb? She attacked somebody and like sent them, like they're ill. Uh... The TV almost killed somebody. I don't, like kill this person who you know is going crazy Literally, the police officer's like we need to release a child ma'am <laughs> yeah like she's gonna fucking do that she drove her all the way out here so and then the the little kid saying something i i don't fucking know what she's saying oh she's she like, was saying he's a nice man don't hurt him she kept saying that over and over again i don't think he's a nice man this is when so when they try to get the little girl deb shoots venom out her fucking throat yes and it fucks the police officer up. <laughs> yeah, it fucks up one of the police officers. He's He's got like boils all over his face. And then this is when Louise is like, I gotta go take him down the, down under. I gotta leave. Child, this is the part that pissed me off the most. Cause I was like, I wrote down Mia is a little bitch. Bitch, you go with them. It's your thesis. Mia's like, you, uh, you go take the officer down and you go deal with that. But honestly, I- I'll take that. I'm fine with that. Y'all wanna go, like, y'all wanna go tunnel in the mines with some little girl? And Miss Debbie with the alopecia? He was not qualified for that. He was like, ma'am, I worked at a McDonald's before this. I. <laughs> but though I was like, oh, Louise is leaving. Okay, Louise isn't going to die. I feel at least like great that Louise isn't going to die. Because he was actually pretty helpful in this movie. And I liked him, even though he wasn't on screen too many times. They follow them to the river. They're in the forest. And then they get into this like, yeah, what is it? Is it just like a shack into the... Is it a shaft into the mine or is it like a wooden like house that they were just in that goes into the mine? I think it was just something that was connected to the mine. Yeah. Yeah. Because at one point they're like, they just start running and then they're just in the mine. And I was like, wait, how did, how did we get here? They had to go through like the tiny, like little hole. Oh my gosh. I cannot do that. The way they were crawling through those like little holes to get to the other side of the mine. Watch, watch the descent. Okay. Yes. I was thinking about that. Yeah, we reviewed it on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. The Descent is very much like that. Officer Lady goes into, I'm just going to say the cabin. It looks like a cabin from the outside. It's probably just like the the building to the mine. The other two on the outside, they're like, oh, is everything okay? And then gunshot comes out and almost kills one of the yes. girls and misses them. So they go inside and RIP <gasps> Linda, she's dead. And then there's a snake right there next to her body. I said, Deborah Boo is dead, child. Not a snake in her body. Well, you know what? Okay, so she had that lady friend, but she also had her girlfriend, Shelby. Because she said in the beginning, her girlfriend's name was Shelby. This girl's name is Linda. Nerving too tiny. So she, so she's bumping purses with everyone in town. <laughs> Looking sandy. <laughs> Not the purses. This is so funny. So before they go into that building, Mia says to uh, to Sarah, like, hey, um, so I, I lied about my grandpa. And Sarah goes, I don't I give a shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. 
She's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> like, bitch, so, I don't care. Sarah no, was such a little, I mean, me was such a little bitch this whole time. I, I really like Sarah as a character, even though she was like, mm-hmm. she was tr- doing the most to save her very ill mom. I really liked her as a character. She and I thought stupid. she was, yeah, I thought she was going to be a minor character. Mm-hmm. I thought she was going to be on the side. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but she was like all the way, literally like throughout the whole movie. Borderline lead actress. So now they're in the mind. <laughs> they're just... They're just going through the mine. Little girls screaming. Bitches are screaming. There's snakes at one point. And then Sarah leaves this uh, Mia. Yeah, she's like, where did you get? Like, she's like, hold on to the camera, okay? (laughs) And then Mia's like, hello? And then Sarah's just gone. After they crawl through this, like, really small tunnel that has snakes all over in it. And I was like, why aren't they killing these snakes? I would have been fucking those snakes up. I'm not going to lie. I was just saying, they looked aggressive. Okay, Elliot with two Ts, calm down. Not aggressive. I'm not about to play with you. I totally forgot about that. (laughs) I can't stand you. So they're in the mines. They had this, (laughs) they're whispering their plan out in this quiet ass mind. They're like, okay, so I'm going to inject my mom. And then like, you're going to like be there. And so they try to do their little attack and they fucking get attacked by Deb. Cause I don't know, Deb's saying something to the little girl like, hum hum shibai, hum hum shibai, I don't know. Oh yeah, she's like, babalada. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, Sarah somehow has a gun. Why would you bring a gun into a mind? You're going to cause a collapse. No, she's not this smart, but I get it. She was like, if I gotta do what I gotta do, I'm gonna have to pop a cap for mom. I'm not gonna lie. She was ready. I mean, they should have fucking did that earlier when this bitch was squirting acid out her fucking mouth. Like a damn alien. Deb been ready to fight. So this is the last part when they meet up with Deb. This scene is like, what the fuck? It's like the the last 12 minutes. Her jaw like completely unhinged. And she was like, she was swallowing that girl whole. (laughs) Yeah, like legit, like a snake. Like Like her bottom jaw like opened up and was swallowing the little girl like head first. And you, you first, you don't see it first. You just see Sarah's reaction. And then the camera pans of Mia, like looking over. And then you just see her mom's like, her mom is eating this little girl. <laughs> Sarah said, she said, it's time to go, bitch. I think she shoots Sarah's at her. She Put did. The, she, she, bitch, she I'm going like to blow your tits head. off. I'm not playing these games. For those who can't see, we're both doing finger guns at each other in the webcam. She does shoot at her and then she sticks her in the neck with a sedative. And then Sarah's like, we need to burn the body now, here. So then they burn the body and then there's a big like explosion. It looks like an explosion. Like there's a hole in the ground right after. Oh yeah, because they... They, they set it on fire and then I think they threw it down something. It was like a shaft or something. <laughs> yeah, it was like a little hole in the ground. I thought they were gonna die. They did not die. No one, no one else died in this movie except for the cop. Literally no one died. And I, I, I was kind of upset by that, but it didn't really bother me that much considering that I was creeped out the whole time. It really yeah. made me uncomfortable. I was honestly kind of shocked. I wrote down, oh my God, they get out. Like I thought they were all gonna die in that in that cave. Same, I just went, I said, Debbie just went through a child. <laughs> Yeah, Debbie's not dead. Debbie survived. Surviving that, I would be so like, I don't know what I would be like after that, after surviving a demonic possession. Well, she was kind of like very much like in a vegetative state after, like she wasn't responding to anything. Like she was supposed to be on trial for the murder of the cop. They couldn't convict her. Yeah, they couldn't convict her because she was just so mentally ill. Well, maybe 
do you so do you think the demon was like maybe she was possessed the whole time because immediately it, like after that happened she became like a vegetable state so maybe that's what she was supposed to be like before she got possessed possibly I mean, now we know that the, so the little girl like recovered from her like stage five leukemia or something. And apparently if you sacrifice five girls, you are immortal. So I guess, well, no one else was sacrificed. I guess, did the little girl die? Was that not that same girl? Well, it was the same girl, but did like her soul die? And then the guy um, possessed her? I think so. Cause she kept saying like, oh, there's a plan. Yeah, she's like, I got a plan. She's being interviewed by um, people who care. The little girl, it's hinted that she is possessed now by DiGiorno man. <laughs> she said, I got a plan. Yeah, she literally was like, what are, you, what are you gonna do now that you're not cancer? And she's like, I got a plan, it's a secret. So, Serafina, what would you have done in this situation? Do you think you would have survived like 90% of the people in this movie? I think I would, because I wouldn't be in a situation, but it's just crazy because they were in a situation, they all survived. They, they True. Were the whole time. I mean, knowing my luck, I would have been the girl that got fucking bit at and killed by the snake lady. Literally, and the only black guy there didn't die, so I was kind of happy about that. Yeah, because so, I know Debbie must have been racist too. Debbie was looking at him the whole time. She's like, child, I'm coming for you next. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I would have survived because I would have been like Gavin and I would have been like, bye, see y'all later. I don't think I would survive like that kind of thing in a normal household, if that makes sense. Like yeah. if that happened to one of my friends or something. You'll never see me again. <laughs> <laughs> the demon in my corner like this. But you know what? After, since they did survive that, Mia and Louise probably got like a lot of fucking money. Mm, oh yeah, from like the research and everything. Well, and just like the whole story, even like Gavin, he fucking quit. Mia and them, mm-hmm. they they finished the movie. See, they're on Dateline. They trying to get their Netflix movie. Yeah, you know what? That's probably <laughs> worth uh, original Shutter movie. <laughs> 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 not original shutter all right now Serafina where can we find you you can find me on the Instagrams at Serafina Amor um I'm working on getting a Facebook um I just you don't need that one. you don't you don't, need a, saying. you don't need a Facebook I need a Facebook what well, you think I'm you're 45 Twitter. I was gonna say I don't know what I'm gonna do on there I barely go on my own Facebook yeah get a Twitter but even then I hope Twitter I, I want a different app than Twitter and Instagram y'all did you see Hive was like blowing up there's this app called Hive that was blowing up. That's like Twitter and Instagram. But bitch, I got on that app and it crashes like every two minutes. I've heard of it, but like, what do you, it's like Instagram and Twitter, you say? Yeah. Like you can make text posts. You can like re like repost other people's stuff, but it does not work. Like it just does not work well. Like they, they must have a guinea pig on a hamster wheel. Just fucking, <laughs> like, yeah, holy <laughs> shit. Like that's what all they got working back there. Oh my gosh, I miss Tumblr, child. Tumblr was good until they had that whole like not safe for work ban like four mm-hmm. years ago. Porn, we need the damn porn. <laughs> I want to see the spunk. Give me the bowls. What's your, if someone wants to tip you, how can they tip you? You can tip me at my cash app at Misty, M-I-S, four T's and one Y. Bitch, that, that that user always gets me fucked up whenever I type it. I'm like, wait, how many T's are in here? <laughs> Misty with four T's, not two. <laughs> not two. <laughs> All right, and then I'm Tara Card. That's T-E-R-R-A-H-C-A-R-D. You can find me on Instagram under that and most of social media platforms under that. On Twitter, you can find me at Stay on the Line TC. And on Instagram for this podcast, you can find it under Stay on the Line Podcast for all updates. So, any last Period. words from you, Serafina? Any last regards on this movie? Any final thoughts in general? 
this movie was weird as fuck. It made me uncomfortable, but I loved it. And that's all. <laughs> Thank you the, so much for having me. The the uh, the smoke detector went beep because it was like period. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, you're gonna hear mine, child, because I need to change my batteries. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't know if y'all heard this on the podcast because I think <laughs> I, I didn't have it recording then. But bitch, I when my fucking smoke detector deck. Oh my god, when my smoke detector starts beeping, I yank that bitch out. She's done. Okay. <laughs> No beeping in this house. You waking the whole friends, house up. Everyone's like, you need to change it. I'm like, it never beeps. And then they come over, it beeps like 17 times in like <laughs> 30 minutes. <laughs> it's just crying for help. Help. I'm like, child. Anyways, um. All right. Until next time, make sure y'all stay on the line. Bye. Bye.